Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 112 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six, and that fella over there... It's Andy, a.k.a. Nick Knowles. <laughs> I thought you were going to say foot tall wall then. Foot tall wall. <laughs> Boring face. Oh, in joke. I wasn't even recording when we were talking about that stuff, so I can't even chuck it in the after credits. <laughs> <laughs> so only you and I will ever know what that's all about. <laughs> Nick Knowles, though, of course, is a legend. He's a legend. I met him once. Did you? Yeah, he, he presents uh, DIY SOS, didn't you know? I, I, I know now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've told me the story of meeting him as well. <laughs> I, I, I gave him his first break. Yes, yeah, you did. Uh, actually, a little no fact for listeners there. Some of you may or may not be aware, but Andy was was actually a programming director at, at the BBC for a, a, quite a lengthy period of time. But reality TV, obviously, was what he was responsible for signing off on. That's me. Yeah, that's why there's so many great reality TV shows on the BBC. You're very welcome. Yeah, um, like antique selling, that antique selling one, and I saw that one. Of, I made David Dickinson what he is today, that mahogany hunk, <laughs> and that and that house auctiony one, and I'm pretty sure there's some reality TV that's about Do you nature. Fame Academy. <laughs> Oh, okay. I don't, but sure. Is that was that one of yours? You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just it was just unfortunate what had happened, really. But when you have a few too many drinks and you get into it with David Attenborough, I suppose it was inevitable. It is what it is. I can't turn back time now, nor would I want no. to. No, I just think I just think David and whiskey is not a good mix. David Attenborough yeah. and whiskey. Yeah. Started showing me his sticking set collection. <laughs> I bet it's an impressive sticking set collection that David Attenborough's got. It's, it's right. <laughs> it's, it's probably been carefully curated in the most exceptional display cabinets you've ever seen. It's just this indoor habitat for stick insects. It's like an but when he gets a whiskey in him. Yeah. He was trying to smoke one at one point. What, a stick insect? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm certain that ended well. Anyway, welcome everybody to this <laughs> the premiere Dice Masters podcast. Three whole minutes on Andy's life and time as the reality TV programming director at the BBC. Four and a half years and counting. But we're back. Oh, yeah, four and a half years. We were uh, talking it up before. But we're back. I know it's been a lonely, lonely two weeks without us, but here we are. Well, I'm here sure we- that, that everyone listened to our deep analysis of Face Off last week. Uh, on mod extra well certainly 11 people did <laughs> and we love each and every one of them yeah come on folks help us out uh, mod extras going so slow I, obviously there's something i'd have thought people have been interested in hearing our opinion on movies and tvs uh, yeah particularly if they enjoy what we what we do here on dice masters but it appears not to be the case so i would definitely be interested in any feedback on that <laughs> <laughs> anyone's got out there is it just that you're not interested in nerdy movies and tvs i don't know but if anyone just wants to drop me a note and let me know stop picking 30 year old films <laughs> well that may well be the case yeah <laughs> we do talk we do spend at least you know seven or eight minutes an episode talking about modern stuff <laughs> yeah but anyway yes we're here for dice masters uh, and there's been quite a bit going on actually this last couple of weeks um yeah Oh, no, wait, uh, there has been, but it's, it's stuff I can't... <laughs> Ignore that. There's been a little bit of some things going on. Them full art cards look amazing. Yes, they do. So, folks, if you missed that, knocking around uh, WizKids Twitter account, fired out a screenshot of the full art basic action cards from the Dark Phoenix saga, which they gave me a heads up on, and I got that shared over on Facebook, and they look good. They do look good. Twitter, though. Who uses Twitter, though, really? Uh, well, whiskers do. <laughs> I love Twitter. It's the greatest thing ever. I'm, I'm pretty sure Harry Styles is quite popular on there and and whatnot. Although Twitter is dead, it's in, it's all Insta now. <laughs> Insta. Don't start me on Insta. I went to a coffee shop to buy a donut and they'd run out and they went, oh, next time, message us on Insta and we'll keep some to one side. And I was like, Insta? Message you on Insta? 
I don't even know what you're talking about. That's, <laughs> Bruv. The one, that's the one with the pictures of the naked ladies, isn't it? Insta? No. No, that's okay. TikTok. Oh. I've got TikTok. I'm certain that you have. Where um, on the wrist. <laughs> but the picture was uh, particularly interesting because uh, not only did it show the great artwork and how awesome the, the full art cards look, but it it also revealed two of the basic actions that we, we hadn't known about up until now or hadn't seen a version of. And because they're reprints of previous cards as well, it didn't matter that there was we didn't see the game text. So we now also know that Power Bolt and the front line are in the Dark Phoenix saga set. The front line, that's not what that's one I've not heard of for a while. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I thought that would uh, catch your eye because uh, wasn't the front line a part of your Ultraman team? In all honesty, I'm Googling it now because I can't remember what it does. I remember I had it on pretty much every team for about a year. Um, it makes all, all the unblocked characters get plus three attack. Yes, indeed, that was something on my Ultraman team because you just use a kryptonite, plus three, use another one, plus three, Yep. imprisoned, goodbye, your team, and then I'll attack for the win. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, I'm glad I remember your team for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hashtag 2017. I did think the front line was an interesting one. Powerbolt's not been around for a long time. That was a, like a proper, like diving back into the history books of Dice Masters, that one, wasn't it? Powerbolt? Is that yeah. UXM? Or even... Might even be AVX. AVX in two seconds. Uh, it is indeed AVX. Yeah. Deal two damage to one target character or player. Three cost. Yeah, right from the archive, that one. Dull. Mm. Dull? You think there should be new basic actions rather than reprinting the older ones? No, just that particular one isn't that great. Oh, right, I see. Give us a Although I'm... Give us a point. Uh, uh, well, they are mutation. This coming. Yeah, but it's, I want it called polymorph. Oh, so it's the name. That, uh, okay, well, uh, sure. Well, you can just call it polymorph when you use it. I will. Don't you worry about that. I, I'm, I'm certain you will. I've no. <laughs> I'm not worried at all. <laughs> See that they spoiled Nick Knowles in the upcoming set as well. That's a good card. Uh, yes, in the um, in the historical Dice Masters reality TV team pack. Oh, now that I would buy. You and maybe six others. <laughs> I'll attack with my Nick Nelson and I will defend with my Stacey Solomon. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I don't actually know who Stacey Solomon is. Oh, wait, hang on. No, I think oh. I do. Was she on Taskmaster? I don't know. She's on, Was uh, she on Women of... now, but she started off in X Factor and she's been on Arm Celebrity. None of those words mean anything to me. I know what I am a celebrity is, but loose women. What's loose women? Mate, you've worked at home for what, 18 months and you don't know what loose women is. Turn on ITV at lunchtime. ITV? I've got advertising. Oh, tell me, have you never played the advert game? No. This is a tangent and a half. What time did we start recording? Anyway, the advert game. Ladies and gentlemen. If you ever feel that adverts are annoying, especially you over in America, because you get, what, five minutes of program and then 20 minutes of adverts, uh, then the advert game is for you. It's a it's a team family game. Well, it's not really a team game. It's a family game. So basically, the advert comes on, and whoever right. shouts out first what the advert's for is the winner. Um, right. But it's got to be before the product is advertised. Though. So if it comes up with, like, Vodafone or whatever, then null and void, next one. And it will make the advert break from a chore to a joy. Okay, well, you heard it here, folks. I was going to promote it when I worked for the Bee, but didn't have adverts, couldn't do it. No advertising, yeah. Yeah, sure. Opportunity lost. Yeah. Tangent ends. Um, Circling back round, yeah, but what that's also uh, potentially indicating is that the Marvel versus DC boat race has a winner. Ooh, what, Marvel? Yeah, the implication is that Dark Phoenix Saga has, has landed in port. So watch this space, folks, for more news and information on that. I'm only speculating, but... It's a double bluff. That lovely wooden table in the background. <laughs> that, that's on some ship somewhere out in the North Sea. <laughs> yeah. Sent in by sat phone. <laughs> <laughs> Either side has just got, like, crates of fish. In the North Sea? I don't know. It's just the first sea that comes to mind. 
<laughs> Don't you mean crossing like the Pacific? <laughs> the North Sea. <laughs> Scottish people play Dice Masters too. <laughs> they well most certainly do, yeah. It used to be quite a big scene over there. And let's stuff. not mention the Greenland contingent. Oh, party animals. <laughs> <laughs> All that oil d- drilling going on. Is that where that stand is it? It's cu- must yeah. be cold, eh? I'd want to go on the one from Armageddon where it's nice and sunny. Um, yeah, it is, it's definitely cold in the North Sea. Faux show. Educational and informative. Yes. Yes, we are. And that's it. There's not a, <laughs> that is the little bit, bit of thing that's been going on. That's spoiler. Yeah, it's good. Well done. Well done yeah. with kids. Yeah, nice. It was nice and cheeky. Otherwise, we haven't got a great deal else to report. We've put all the, all the prize in there is out in the post for Dice Busters versus Cancer, folks. Keep an eye on your mailboxes if you participated and won something. Indeed. I wish I we didn't was... have winners from like that aren't in the UK, Costa Bomb. <laughs> We rig it next time. (laughs) (laughs) Not Um, really. Yeah, all are welcome. Everyone's welcome. Don't listen to grumpy socks over there. You're all welcome. We'll post the prizes up. Yeah, indeed. Thank Um, you for coming. The UK stuff has already started uh, landing. I've seen some people post pictures saying they've had their stuff. So that's nice to see. We didn't stream last week. No, we didn't. No. Busy B. Uh, yeah, uh, well, it was my wife's birthday last week. That's the... Happy birthday. The long and the short of it, yeah. So I was unavailable for most of Wednesday and most of Thursday. And then we parted it up Saturday. And then I felt really rough Sunday. A good party. You're in some kind of rugby club or something, right? Yeah. Uh, it was a rugby club just down, around the, down the road. Yeah, we hired their... Um, don't know what you call it. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The function room. Yeah. Clubhouse. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of board gaming going on. Was there not? No. I wouldn't imagine there would be. I saw that you were tagged into a post with some family member who looked like really popular and young. And I was like, Ooh, can't be close to Chris. <laughs> I can't remember who that was. That must be a distant relative. <laughs> I've got, I have got a lot of cousins, a lot of cousins. Have you? Yes, yeah, yeah, I have. Uh, and I'm the eldest. They're all, they're all younger than me. You're the wise old cousin. That's right. Yeah, that's right. But I still invite them to things like big family birthdays. Of course. Of course. Yeah, what time did we start recording? This is definitely a rambly and pointless and aimless intro, isn't it? Yeah, we'd have lost most listeners by now. Mm, probably, yeah. Probably. So, I- I'm going to forego my what we've done the last couple of weeks because I haven't done anything. Uh, yeah, I ain't got nothing to report either. I went to my wife's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the football yesterday. I did get bought a new game. Did you? Oh, it is your yeah. wife's birthday. You've been buying new stuff. Just friends bought a game. They thought uh, we've got a, a Christmas party thing, and they've they've asked me to bring some games for the Christmas party. And somebody bought a game. It's a thing, anyway. Okay. Uh, and it's called Weird Things That Humans Search. And a, upon initial inspection, it appears to be it's a bit like Family Fortunes, but based around Google searches. Oh, okay. That sounds fun. So you got a deck of cards, and yeah, it's party game kind of stuff, yeah. yeah. And you get you get a deck of cards, and you draw the top card off. That you know the quizmaster draws the top card off, and then you got teams then who have to come up with. You read out the the first few words of the search, and then the teams have to then guess the you know the top out of the top ten list of searches that that leads into. So why have I got a big dot dot dot? And then there'll be a list of things that people... And from what I can gather, having a quick scan through, they are legitimate, you know, it's legitimate Google search data. <laughs> <laughs> Nose. Uh, yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, and I, I'm certain that would score very highly. So that could be interesting. I'll report back after the, after the party as to how that goes. We're deciding between two board games for Christmas. One is called Windy Knickers and the other one is called Fill My Pants. All right, they're just uh, Toys R Us ones then, yeah? Yeah. But 
the, the, the names just make the family chuckle. When I say family, the wife's not too enamoured, but me and the kids think it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Windy Knickers, of course, is about uh, getting your laundry hung on the washing line. <laughs> yeah, with old granny. Yeah, yeah. And uh, fill my pants is... Basically, it's two pairs of oversized underwear and some cards saying what you should collect. My opinion is that we could possibly do that for cheaper, uh, but um, no, apparently not. Okay, then, right. Well, should we let the listeners know what we're going to be talking about this episode? <laughs> I think we should. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, well, uh, our first uh, featured segment is, seeing as how it's December, we're into December, our first featured segment is going to be Christmas gift suggestions for Dice Masters players. So I suppose in some ways it's a segment that's less for our actual listeners and more for our listeners to share with their significant others, parents, brothers, sisters, so that they know what to buy them. Absolutely, and hopefully give you some good ideas on what is out there and what is exciting, what could be used for storage, for enhancing your gaming time. Absolutely. So that's our first feature segment. And then Andy's been in his Q branch again, whittling away, and has rocked up with a quiz, which I know nothing about. So we'll find out what's going on there. Is it for me? To, are you quizzing me? I am indeed. It's old, yep. school, old school MOD quiz. There you go. So we'll see how that goes. And with all that said and done, that should take us to the end of the episode, especially if we end up filling it with more aimless, inconsequential chat breaks like we've done in this intro. So shall we crack on with it, my man? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, then, folks, here we are then. So uh, what you need to do is pause the podcast, get yourself into the proximity of a gift-buying family member, relative, friend, someone who may be considering buying you a gift this Christmas because it is time for the Ministry of Dice's Guide to Christmas Gifts for Dice Masters players. 2021. Yeah. Um, so we. Uh, this is what we affectionately call a gearing up segment, I suppose. This is where we talk about blinging our game of Dice Masters, but as usual, with a bit of a twist. And we're going to share some thoughts about what could go on your in your letter to Father Christmas about what his elves can make and bring for you this year to enjoy to enhance your game of Dice Masters. Uh, to the point where Andy has even gone to the uh, length of collecting some links for some items he's got his eyes on, so... Uh, keep, have a look for them in the show notes down below folks yeah yeah check them out so we wanted to have a look to see what was out there uh now the the, the links will probably be quite uk based but i'm sure the products aren't so uh you know you can probably search for them wherever you are in the world right. so let's let's start with uh, i mean i suppose it's the relatively standard list of dice masters accessories to some degree isn't it to some degree yes yeah it's, it's been a while. I mean, what, should we start with our first subheading? Yes. So, called? yeah, absolutely. So the, the first thing that Andy has suggested on his pre-prepared list is that Dice Masters players like to sleeve their cards. Yes, we do. Although haven't had to for quite a while. Two reasons. One, COVID, so none of them leave the house. And secondly, we've not had new cards for a long time. However... <laughs> There are a f fair few cards on the hopeful horizon, uh, so we need to get ourselves set up and ready to sleeve those bad boys. Or maybe we're just going to start venturing out of the house to play against people face-to-face, -face. Uh, although... Um, God forbid. God forbid the Omicron Transformer variant may stop us from doing so, but hopefully uh, that's... Um, eh. What could that do? Uh, so, so, yeah, what I'm trying to say is there's there's some sleeves out there. Now, if you are in the UK, my favouritest ever place to buy sleeves is Chaos Cards. The lovely people at Chaos Cards who gave us a £50 voucher towards the uh, prize pot for Dice Masters cancer. versus Cancer. Versus, yes. Versus. Uh, so, and what I've noticed is the last time I looked for sleeves was a good few years ago, um, a good couple of years ago, because I've not really done anything out of the house for quite a while uh, and the variety of sleeves especially with the introduction of the marvel champions game has seemed to up to maybe it's just the time of the year coming up to christmas but there is a lot of awesome marvel sleeves out there yes there is the uh, so the sleeves you're talking about specifically are by upper deck 
who I think are the publishers of are they the publishers of the game? Uh, well, there's 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 upper deck ones. There's also ones by another company. All um, right. Um, I, I'm pretty the, sure the ones that I own personally are from Upper Deck. Game Genic, Game Genic, Game Genic. There's a couple of companies out there doing them, and there's some cool, very themed ones. I picked up a couple that I look look of. One being the um, the Eye of Agamotto. Uh, nice big close up of Doctor Strange's bling. He does like a bit of bling, does the Doc? Don't he just? There's there's also a very nice. Uh, Captain America one that you can see if you're looking at the links now. There's a, a blinding Iron Man one, my favourite of the Marvel peoples. But then there's cool, um, there's a really nice Hulk one as well. Loads and loads of Marvel-related ones out there to uh, to take your fancy. So if Dark Phoenix is going to be heading into your house soon, you might want to prep yourself up and get some awesome Marvel sleeves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think what that what that kind of basically is all about is that it's it's not just about sleeving your cards. There's there's a, a wide array of you know kind of core coloured card sleeves out there you can get. But with it being Christmas, a nice novelty sleeve with you know as you say someone's favourite character on it or a, a humorous scene. There's quite a few comedy ones out and about there. That's just the extra kind of festive spirit. You know what I'm saying? I think so. Trying to make it Christmassy. Yeah, I was trying to make it Christmassy, but really, just just buy sleeves with people's favourite characters on. There's there's enough about now. There is indeed. There's a nice selection of DC ones around as well. Didn't seem to be as much uh, around as the Marvel ones, but there certainly is some nice DC ones there. I saw some cool ones with the, just the Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. Uh, symbol on the back. I think there's one of the Superman symbol as well. So there's yeah, the, a... there's like a full set of Justice League. So I've got I've got Wonder Woman, Flash, Superman, Batman, and the Green Lantern. In fact, my Flash sleeves were uh, sent to me as a gift by Super K from the Double Double and Dice podcast. Because I was I struggling guess. to find them here in the UK. She uh, got herself her favourite beverage. Got herself comfy in her favourite comfy chair, and um, and online and. Thank you very much. That's the uh, swear police, um, and uh, and uh, you know ordered you some cool sleeves. That's nice of her. It was, yeah, it was very generous indeed. But uh, yeah, there's so if you're a DC fan, is what we're saying. Then there's there's also a selection of uh, DC sleeves out there. But I, I have to confess, the Marvel ones do look. I don't know what the word is. <laughs> uh, they do look more. I know they just got a bit more pizzazz about them because they're actually kind of comic book images, aren't they, and things. Pizzazz, good word to pull out. Yeah. I have uh, Black Widow and Wolverine, and both of those I like. Oh, yeah, film. the Wolverine one is cool. He's got his stance where he's going... Yes. Like that. Like yeah, that a lot. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, a Dice Master's gift suggestion for the Christmas season from the Ministry of Dice is most definitely card sleeves and as we observed before we started recording a single pack of 50 or 60 as they often come in will last you ages when it comes to dice masters absolutely especially if you're only sleeving stuff to take out of the house it's going to take you years I, yeah I, I did like to sleeve and then binder and then close binder never use it again but um you know yeah absolutely there are before we move on a few other nice sleeves out there that i'd just like to touch on one that okay. i really liked is the one with the uh, the los polos uh, manos from breaking bad sure. it's just got the logo of the uh, the restaurant on the back which made me chuckle and the best card sleeves of all time are still the gray novelty mustache ones uh yes i still use the set that you bought me because you can hold it up to your face and you suddenly got a mustache and the best thing is they're like dirt cheap they're like half the price of all the others uh, like four quid but the rest are like between kind of seven and ten uh yeah they, i have noticed the price has gone up quite significantly on card sleeves of late i blame brexit yeah it's probably it probably is brexit yeah uh, although something you just mentioned as well uh, another suggestion to put on the list uh, of course is card binders it's not the most exciting or sexy of christmas gifts but do you know what those things are expensive they are pricey, and, I, and I can guarantee that a, a Dice Masters fan would love a, a family member to just rock up with, I don't know, two Vault Xs or Ultra Pro, uh, you know, like the soft body, like little booklet binders. I don't know what you yeah. call them. 
um, premium premium binders, I think they call them, uh, wrapped up. I'd be I'd be made up with that totally. I, I've got a soft spot for the twelve pocket page ones. The twelve pocket page ones. Is that where it's like a lever arch file from when you're at school? Uh, yeah, they are. I mean, they obviously open up pretty wide. Yeah, um, but yeah, I've got a, a bit of a soft spot for the twelve pocket ones. I just think there's something sort of epic about opening it up and having you know twenty four cards facing you, especially in foil. Amazing. Here's a side tangent. I've, I like my, my I like the uh, Ultra Pro Pro Binders, and if you wanted to bling it up, what I did with uh, my one that I hold the AVX and UXM teams in is that you can get these decals that are supposed to go on the backs of cards, cars, cars. Talk properly, Andy. Um, you can get these decals that you can put on the back of cars. Let me. I'll send you a photo. Sorry, noise, but I'm getting it out. Uh, and I'll put it on the front of the binder, and it looks banging. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I think I do. Yeah, I've seen like Transformers ones, I think, in the past. Uh, like literally knocking around on the back of cars, like people with Autobot symbols and things. I'll put a photo of it on the Discord when this comes out, so that you'll know what I'm talking about, my dearest of listeners. But I'm just going to pop a picture over to Chris now, so he gets an idea what I'm talking about. But if you did want to go that extra step to bling up your bling. There it is. Thank you very much. I tried to time that. Um, then, uh, oh yeah, look at that. Then that's definitely. Right. They're not that expensive. You can get them off eBay for a few quid. Uh, I think you, they're a bit pernickety or fiddly to uh, to put on there, especially if there's like um, you know little kind of thin parts. But looks cool. There you go. Good. Wasn't even going to say about that, but there you go. Yeah, wonderful suggestion. So if you want to go the extra mile, you could buy some some premium card binders for your Dice Masters fan in your life for Christmas and customise them a bit for them. Yeah, or at least give them the tools to customise them themselves. Yeah, like it. I like it. Nice suggestion. Nice suggestion. Um, So uh, speaking of storage, uh, you've got some thoughts about storage and travel of Dice Masters Dyson cards. I do, indeedy do's. Uh, so storage-wise, um, the best place I found to get stuff for storage, be it for storing stuff away or for traveling, um, was Amazon. Which, you know, be fair, Amazon has everything, so it <laughs> shouldn't be a massive surprise. Um, there is a couple that I'd like to mention. I don't have these, although I may have them once Christmas comes. Uh, is they are called I don't even know SIQ UK? Is that? Do you reckon it's a... Yeah, I don't know, maybe uh, the, the, the manufacturer, uh, although that does sound like it's United Kingdom only. Sickuck. Sickuck. Is it like half sick, half hiccup? Um, <laughs> uh, and there's there's two types that caught my eye. Uh, basically, the reason being that it's it's basically, it's like a, I don't know, how would you describe that? It's like a, like a soft well, it's like case. A- yeah, like a well, uh, it looks more like a one of them hard carry cases, uh, the like of which f- folks out there will have probably seen for like uh, I've got like a long extended one that all my cards against humanity is in, so like a zip zip shut hard case, but inside it is I suppose is the key attractive feature here. Indeed. So yeah, on the bottom part you've got trays where you can put dice. Uh, the smaller one holds. Adverts just holds up to eight sets of dice, and it looks like they count kind of about six normal sized dice as a set. So you're looking at easily a team plus your sidekicks, plus your basic actions, plus a few sparesies. Yeah, and these are sort of divided up with a sort of foam insert, aren't they? Yeah, into eight. So yeah, you could put like two could hold a team, two could hold your, your, your sidekicks, and you'd have room to spare. And then. You also in the top flap and the flap that comes down, you've got a, a kind of a soft kind of secure pocket where you can put cards in. It's a nice idea. It's clever, isn't it? And, and do you know what? It just like I was, I was flicking through looking for different ideas, and it just it screamed dice masters. It did. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Because I think like your your more commonly found uh, deck boxes, you know, like the ones with. Uh, that have like little dice trays at the at the bottom or token trays and stuff that they're never quite big enough or or they're oversized you know they 
you're yeah. only taking a team of 10 cards, two basic action color indicators. So you've got 12 cards in, in a box that's designed for a 60-card deck or, or more, you know, because a lot of these are targeted at, like, Magic the Gathering commander decks, which are 100 cards, I think. Um, and then your little dice tray box isn't sufficient in size for the number of dice. You know, it's back to front, basically, is the stuff that's on the marketplace normally is back to front. You've got more card space than you need, but not enough dice and token space. So, uh, yeah, these are are interesting and quite nice. Uh, I'll definitely post a link to these um, in the show notes there. But I reckon you could fit a couple of teams in and your sidekicks and basic actions and the dice and the cards and fit it in quite comfortably from the looks of it. Although I have to say, I've not tried it yet. Although if anyone from Sikuk... Is is listening? Um, <laughs> I, I'm certain they're regular, avid listeners. Then you know, hit us up. We'll we'll definitely review your products if you send it. Send them for free. <laughs> Absolutely, we will. <laughs> and uh, the the flip side with that that uh, one, uh, there is a larger version as well, uh, which has got a couple of flaps for cards. And how has it got? Like it's got like two large removable trays which could potentially fit a set in yeah well i mean uh, my immediate thought was like if you're trekking down to your mate's house or going to your local gaming store and you're just doing a kind of uh, like a casual taking three or four teams with you just maybe testing stuff out for an upcoming event or something you know that's what immediately sprung to my mind was like it's a good size for taking a few teams for a for a sesh yeah I don't think it's quite big enough for a full, you know, for all me Infinity Gauntlet or whatever. Because there's not, I don't think there's enough room for the volume of cards, is there? I don't know. You've got you've got four pockets and the stuff that's in the uh, the lid. I don't know. They're not they're not expensive either. So I'll have to um, we'll have to get some to review it properly. But certainly that really caught my eye as something that would kind of suit us as Dice Masters players needs a lot more than other stuff out there, which is, um, you know, aiming towards something else. I yeah. Like, like flipping Destiny when every kind of weird accessory provider and his mum brought out, like, storage for large Duplo dice. <laughs> yes, yeah. All these massive foam inserts. And, yeah. then, and then you needed a, you know, a flatbed truck to actually transport <laughs> you. Your Star Wars Destiny down to your local store, you know what I mean? Yeah, but even even that beside, that's just some we we found shopping around in preparation for. I say we, Andy found in preparation for this podcast. But ultimately, what we're saying is transport, storage, debt boxes, definitely things that are attractive to a Dice Masters player. One hundred percent, definitely. 100%. Yeah. They were the coolest kind of storage ones I found. I did find, and again, you'll get... Actually, I'm going to... Before we do that, I'm just going to read out the description in case anyone's searching them on Amazon. Uh, So it is S-I-Q-U-K, all capitals, no spaces. And then dice storage, case, dice organizer, holder, removable, slotted tray with handle for Dungeons & Dragons and other RPG table games. Holds up to eight sets of dice. So if if you search that, then you'll probably get something along those lines wherever you are in the world. Fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget, um, even though Andy's using Amazon there, a good place to have a look is Etsy for custom-made stuff. And there's definitely some things that... uh, I mean, there's some actual Dice Master-specific, although it's a a bit shaky. But um, if you're looking for... I mean, you you were talking about, like, woodcrafted... Yeah. Sort of... uh, uh, Jewelry box-type things. Yeah, sure. Um, And there's, there's definitely dice related versions of that type of product on etsy they're a bit pricier but you know what it's a christmas present show 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 you the dice masters player in your life you love them there's only two places i'd like to go on etsy oh right one is joss stitch of course absolutely which leads us neatly into Into. custom dice bags it does yeah so as we all very well know um, oh, hang on! You said there's two places on Etsy. What's the second place? The Dragon Eye. I can't remember. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that sounded kind of rude in a weird way. <laughs> the Dragon Eye. Yeah, Raf's place. I can't remember the That's name it, of the yeah. store. Uh, I'll make sure there's a link in the show notes. But we'll, we'll, we'll uh, yeah, custom dice bags. So we, of course, are friendly um, with 
at New Dice Master on Twitter and uh, Jostich, uh, Jocelyn over at Double Double Dice, both of whom create the most outstanding custom dice bags. 100%. Now, Jostich is, I mean, this, this bag is one I've used for ages because she sent it to us because she's lovely and it's got a little ministry dice thing in the middle. But the quality is 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 brilliant. It's it's lasted a lot a lot more than my, my WizKids one. Although saying that, it I haven't taken it out anywhere because we don't leave the house. But yeah, it's just lovely. It's 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 different. It's not your you're off the shelf. Good quality. It's yep. my favouritest thing that I own. Great, great custom designs as well. I've got a DC Comics one. You've got a Marvel Comics one, haven't you? And loads of different fabrics and design options available to you. So um, absolutely check out Joss Stitch for custom dice bags because I- I'm telling you, folks, I'm telling you, uh, and I'm speaking again right now to the family member, the friend that you've placed this podcast in front of to encourage them to buy you Dice Masters-related gear for Christmas. Trust me, custom dice bags, you'll get the biggest thank you in a hug on Christmas Day. Yeah, you will. Especially a justice one, because that's that's like that's like the that's like the Tiffany, that's like the Tiffany of Dice Masters accessories. There, a just stitch bag. True that. E- equaled only, equaled only by the uh, Dragon Scale and Dragon Eyeball dice bags that Raft does. Oh, um, now what we are talking about. If you, um, I, know, I hope you've listened to the last few episodes. Where we're talking about Dice Masters versus Cancer, and one of the prizes was a absolutely be- a beautiful dragon scale dice bag. Not only was it a dragon scale dice bag, but it had a little dragon's eye in the corner, which looked super duper diddly duper cool. Yeah, outstanding. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, I, I've got no words. There's no words to. You have to go and take a look at the Dice Masters versus Cancer event page and see the picture of the dice bag because we can't do it justice no. by describing it. So yeah, yeah, it's like it's like uh, uh, yeah. I'm wordless. I, I'm actually speechless. I've got no words to describe the Dragon Scale eyeball bag because it is so outstanding. Yeah, it it got it got a lot, a lot, a lot of praise when we put it up as one of the prizes, and you could own one too by going onto the Etsy store where you can buy them. Yeah, that will be linked in the show notes because I can't I can't remember the name of the shop off the top of my head, um, but it's at New Dice Masters on uh, Twitter who produces them. Uh, so yeah, custom custom dice bags definitely a big winner in your in your Christmas gift giving yeah. for Dice Masters players. Um, of course, while we're on the subject of custom items, there's another custom item that a Dice Masters player always likes to get. What's that? The playmat, of course. Obviously. Obviously, yeah. Custom playmats. Um, so uh, uh, clearly it can be hard sometimes to uh, secure the time of the playmat designer extraordinaire that are out there. Uh, so Peter, Lonnie, Jordo at New Dice Masters. Uh, we're certainly not indicating that you should all now bombard them for custom designs. But what you can do, again, Etsy, eBay, and the like, there's quite a few people out there who've got you know custom designs available on the gallery. Um, so, uh, but for, to print them up in the U- in North America, you're looking at Inked Gaming, uh, and here in the UK, we use Patriot Games, who who incidentally also ship worldwide. So if you're in Europe, they might be of interest to you. Uh, but a custom playmat always goes down well as well, especially. Dice Masters versus Cats, the 2021 commemorative Dice Masters play map. Uh, yeah, of which a purchase will uh, contribute to the Dice Masters versus Cancer fundraising effort. So definitely buy one of them if you haven't already. Very good. Uh, what's next on your little subheadings then? I'm just very conscious of time. Oh, yeah. Well, we haven't got much else to talk about. Um, well, that's, yeah, that's true. I've got there's one of the storagey things I'd like to touch on quickly because I think it's quite cool. It looks like it'd be right up your street. I don't know if you saw it. The uh, dice tray octagon dice storage and dice tray uh oh no i missed that one it's got like a dragon on the front like a dragon on the front no i definitely didn't see that one it's the um oh yeah yeah, yeah. i just missed it i don't know fourth link down yeah oh sure yeah look at that so this is it's like a box but inside the box, there's a little ring. It's like a hexagon box, but it's got a little like lip around it. So around the outside of that lip, you can store your dice. And I reckon you'd get easily, you'd get one or two teams, your sidekicks, your basic actions, all the dice you'd need, basically. Uh, and then on the inside is a gap where, for carrying, you could put your cards, just jiggle about a little bit, I suppose. 
but then you can also use it as a dice tray. I know that you, you like a good dice tray. I do like a good dice tray, yeah. I am a fan. I am a fan of a dice tray. Uh, but I do, I do prefer something else a little bit more when it comes to rolling my dice. Ooh, what do you prefer a little bit more? I'm a big fan of a dice tower, Andy. Oh, dice tower. I do like a dice tower. The UK's got yeah. short on dice towers. Although the last time we spoke about dice towers on the podcast, you, you moaned about it. It's like in a dice tower, and I wanted to speak for uh, 40 minutes about dice <laughs> Don't worry, folks. It's nearly quarter one. New product is on the way, and there will be hopefully less Ministry of Dice segments of this nature. <laughs> <laughs> and we can get back to talking about broom and new cards and whatnot. <laughs> it always goes back to dice towers, eh? It does, yeah. I love a good dice tower. But of course, as we've said in the past, it's very hard to find one that's appropriate for a Dice Masters player. It is, it is, but I found a few, and I found that uh, Wayland Games, is, it does a lot of gaming stuff. It's, it's, there's some reviews there that you might not like about them. There's some reviews that pussy says nice things. Don't want to comment about that. But they have got a, a decent range of uh, dice towers that uh, would fit with um, with... Dice Masters. Yes, because of course the the key feature that you're looking for there is an open bottom. You need the open bottom. You need a nice wide gaping bottom for your dice to fall through. Indeed, indeed. You don't you don't want it covered up. No, you don't want no. it plugged up. You want no, it no. free and open. Yes, those dice need to be able to uh, freely exit the tower. They do indeed. I picked out Chris's dice tower without even knowing. Which yes, is... yes. This is an e Raptor that I use. Um, I've had it for a number of years. I've got quite a few dice towers. Um, uh, regular listeners and readers of the blog will know that I've I've tr- I've tried a few out, but I just keep going back to this one because it's absolutely rock solid. Yes, yeah. I bought a new one recently, and it was shaky and a bit kind of loose, and and it had a closed bottom. Oof. Yeah. Which was no good. Which I had planned. The intention was to take the the bottom panel out, but then the uh, what did you call it earlier? The structural integrity. Yes, indeed. Um, was affected by the absence of the base. So uh, I used that one on our fighting fantasy streams. It's, um, I don't know if you noticed. It's the one with the felt bottom. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Very cool. But this one, which is the E Raptor Dice Tower Cuboid Basic. Uh, it's quite cool. It looks a little bit different from the average. It's got like lots of different kind of blocks for it to bounce off instead of the little shelves. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure it makes a good sound when they go through. Uh, and again, it's like, what, at the moment it's 13 quid. So uh, it's it's not very expensive at all. Absolutely, um, yeah. Uh, other ones on Wayland Games, you've got the one which is the E-Raptor Tower Swap War don't know what that means um but that's the one that i've got and although it does have a base you can build it without the base and you won't re- remove any of the structural integrity yes yeah although that's more traditional kind of like slanted shelves isn't it yeah that's right it's pretty basic it's just a basic click to get well not really click together you kind of slide it together thing it's got one two two shelves and then it dumps the dice down the, the bottom it's not very big it doesn't take up a lot of space you could I mean, you can take, you could really take it apart if you wanted to take it somewhere, although a bit of a faff to put it back together again. But yeah, solid, basic, cheap, uh, not, yeah, good, good for yeah. all in dice. And the last one, if you want something a little bit fancy, I'm not quite sure how it works, but it's the <laughs> E-Raptor Dice Tower Crows Tree, which is basically a tree filled with crows all over a dice tower. It's a dice tower shaped like a tree. Filled with crows, which which is surely going to be attractive to I don't know. Like, are you sure the crows are not ravens? Is it maybe Game of Thrones themed? It's called Eraptor Dice Tower Crows Tree. All oh, right, well, fair enough. Yeah, it's thirty quid ish, so it's a lot more expensive. But you know, there are an abundance of uh, novelty dice towers, though. Again, Etsy is probably the best place to go. So, handcrafted wooden ones. I've seen. Uh, what's the one that Alex uses over at Breath Weapon Etsy? Is like a Cthulhu monster with tentacles out the front. Um, I've seen a full-on dragon, like with an open mouth at the top. You drop the dice into the dragon's mouth. I think that was at New Dice Masters 
on Twitter who showed me that. Uh, but word of warning, folks, don't go for the Crystal Twister. Oh, no. No, no, no. It looks great. It sounds great. But practically, it is not a great dice tower for Dice Masters players. It's like a chocolate fire out of Dice Masters players. Yeah. If, if you only ever want to roll one single dice at a time ever, then you might get on all right with it. Um, and it does have an outstanding sound, and it looks amazing, but as a practical dice tower, and we, I'll wave you off it. Same and you have man. to make it yourself. You have to make it yourself, and it's, it's a pain in the ass to make. Cool. So we covered storage, we've covered bags, we've covered dice towers, we've covered sleeves. Where to get them, uh, all the links, the rough price, all the links we'll put on the show notes. Uh, you could really get some cool stuff. Um, I hope that has helped. It's certainly filled up a good half an hour of... Uh, yeah that's prime grade a podcast audio for you folks nothing less than amazing from the ministry of dice once again you are more than welcome and do let us know if you've got anything cool lately if there's something that you know is waiting under your tree this christmas then do let us know pop a picture over to us we're available and can be contacted on facebook we can certainly be contacted on the discord occasionally when i'm there uh and there's also (laughs) twitter and insta and all the other places that Chris has signed us up to. Yeah, I'll get all the links available. But, um, uh, of course, as as one final note, the finest Christmas present. If you handed me a Christmas card with a gift receipt in it that said you had pre-ordered a countertop display of Dark Phoenix Saga or Kryptonite Crisis, even though it wasn't there in my hand at the time, I'd be a very happy chappy. So there you go, Granny. Yeah. So listen, Granny. Timmy's cards and dice. Yeah, absolutely. Right, well, uh, Dice Masters fans, you can come back now for the rest of the episode. Uh, I hope all all the uh, relatives and friends and bosses and such like that you've uh, put in front of this podcast in order to get that advice have found it useful. We'll move on to the next segment. Well, welcome back then, folks. If you've managed to make it this far, reach over and give yourself a pat on the back. Well done. Well done. <laughs> but I'm going to hand straight over to Andy now because this is a classic Ministry of Dice Cube Ranch quiz, which I've had no involvement in. I've got, I don't know what I'm walking into here now. So I'll let Andy get us off the ground and get things started. Cool. So it's, it's a little quiz. It's just a little fun quiz. It's kind of Christmas themed. Uh, it right. is called Red, Green or Other because red, red and green, green are Christmas okay. colours. Everyone knows that. Sure. Mm. Did you know that before he was red, they had a red suit, Santa had a green suit? Yeah, doesn't everybody know that? You know, Coca-Cola came along and changed it for their advertising campaigns. Yeah, I suppose they do. Well, if they don't, <laughs> they do now. <laughs> they do now, yeah. Cool. So red, green or other, it is simple. There are two rounds. Uh, the first round is a set of 10 questions. When I say questions, I'm going to say the card and, well, the character and the set. You need to let me know if the dice is green, if the dice is red, right, or if the dice is another colour. Right, okay. Cool. That seems and straightforward enough. The second round, there's some questions where I've got the same character from two different sets, and you need to let me know what is what. Right, okay. Well, fair enough, yeah. There's, um, so first round, I've just got to say red, green, or other. Yeah. And then the second round... You're going to give me the characters, and I've got to say which set has got the red-green. Or what colour from the set. We'll go into that. Let's get the first one out of the way. Yeah, okay. Um, Cool. So round one, play at home as well if you want. Uh, Shout them out if you're in your car or walking to work. Just shout out red-green other. Um, (laughs) So, right, first one then. From the Justice campaign box. Okay. Aquaman. Green. Correct. Boom. And then, these are the easy starter ones. Green oh. Arrow and the Flash, Barry Allen. Red. Correct. Mundo. Right. Black Widow from AVX. Black Widow from AVX is other. Correct. Oh wait. Are we? Yeah. I mean, are we talking about the main body of the color? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking because the symbol's the red, dice. isn't it? On yeah, not not the uh, the etchings or whatever it's called. Sure. The, the main dice color. Cool. Right. 
right. Doctor Strange from the De- Defenders team pack. Doctor Strange from the Defenders team pack is other. That's red. Is it? Ooh. All right, fair enough. I think so. That's what I got from uh, Sidekick app anyway. <laughs> I'm sure that's correct. I'm probably mixing it up with the new one from Infinity Gauntlet. That's kind of like a grey colour, I think. It is, yeah. There are some old greeny ones as well. Are there? Uh, oh. so that, that was a tougher one. Here's a nice easy one. Guy Gardner from The War of Light. Red. Correct. All right, here's, here's one that might not be as easy. Hulk from Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh. There's loads of Hulks as well. I think this is other. I think it's orange. No, that's Avengers Infinity. Guardians of the Galaxy oh. is indeed green. Oh, boo. However, what is She-Hulk from Civil War? She-Hulk from Civil War is other. She's purple. She is. Well done. Good. you got the actual colour as well. Very good. Uh, cool. Right. Number eight, Red Tornado from <laughs> uh, Justice League. Right. Uh, I think this is other. I think it's blue. He is blue. Well done. I thought I'd try to trick you by the fact his name is Red. Check um, me out. Well done. Uh, okay. Number nine. How are you getting on at home? I hope you're doing well. Uh, so, Green Arrow from the Doom Team Pack. Or Doom yeah, that's green. It's like a dark green. It is green. And last but not least, Black Swan from Avengers Infinity. Oh, uh, this is like a reddy colour. It is red. Well done. Boom. How did I cut? What was that then? Like seven? I think it was like nine, wasn't it? No, no. I got two wrong, didn't I? Yeah, eight. Eight out of ten. That's a star there. Well done. Cool. So the next time, I'm going to give you the character. Right. And then I'm going to give you two different sets that the same character's in. Okay. And I want to know the colour of each of those dice. Got you. Cool. So we're going to start off with Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Uh, And then the two campaign boxes are the TMNT campaign box and the Heroes and the Half Shell campaign box. Uh, the first one, TMNT, is the green one. It is. Which makes the Heroes and the Half Shell one. Orange. Red. Red, who'd well you, done. Who did you say? Raphael. <laughs> yeah. Red. <laughs> cool. That went well. Let's do another one. Red okay. Dragon. Red Dragon from yeah. Tomb of Annihilation and Battle for Ferrom. Uh, Battle for Ferron. Yeah, that is the red one. And then the Tomb of Annihilation for an additional point. It's yellow, I think. It is yellow. I'm actually quite good at this. You are good. You know, you're <laughs> nice you should do a podcast, mate. <laughs> Thanks, um, I'll consider it. <laughs> cool. So, World's Finest, Poison Ivy. Right. And Harley Ooh. Quinn, Poison Ivy. Uh, world's finest. And... Oh wait, they're both green, aren't they? They are what? both green. <laughs> nice try, England. One's a dark green, one's a light green. It is. They're both green. In fact, yeah. I think there's one that's like an iffy brown, but they're all pretty much green. It's got um, like a marbly effect on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two more. So number okay. four is okay. Red Skull. Age of Ultron and Red Skull, Avengers Infinity. Uh, Avengers Infinity is the red one. It is indeed. And what colour is... Yeah, well done. <laughs> Kicking some ass and taking some names. <laughs> right, and then to finish off the quizzy quiz, we have got... Green Goblin, AVX, and Green Goblin, Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, AVX is the green one. It is. And what colour is it from Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Green Goblin and Spider-Man. It's, it's really random. Uh, is it like a purple? It is purple. 
Yeah. Well done, mate. You've done really well. Mate, I came here to chew gum and name dice colours and I'm all out of gum. What can I tell you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There we go. There's the little quiz. There's the little quiz. Thank you very much. Uh, Great. Well, uh, let me know, folks. Get in touch. Let me know if you've scored higher or lower than me. How challenging did you find Andy's dice colour quiz? What a wonderful episode of filler we've managed to produce this week. (laughs) (laughs) it's a gift it's a gift but let's bring the filler to an end and move to the outro shall we (laughs) well there we are then folks as all things must this episode of the ministry of dice has come to a close we hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it and we did and we did absolutely it has been a little bit of a filler episode but we hope you found our suggestions for christmas gifts useful uh, and you were challenged somewhat more than i was by andy's dice color quiz yeah let us know how you got on what were your Cause scores because mm, i'm obviously the boss at dice colors you did you got some you got the uh the few little tricky ones that i threw in there well you, you know what that is that's um so playing all these different formats over the years down with the down with the folks at element games has just meant that i've looked at and played with more obscure cards with more obscure dice um, there you go, and it's just one of those things that comes up in conversation where you're like, "Oh yeah, look, that's a funny color for that." You know, it just comes up. It does you even knew the green green goblin from Amazing Spider-Man's color? That's very like. <laughs> Tell me about it. I drafted that set far more than any one individual should should do. Really, <laughs> I built I built a team around it back in the day, and the green uh, goblin goblin glider. Nice, nice, getting all themey. I couldn't tell you what the Goblin Glider does. Is it not direct damage? Is it not a pingy thing? I, think, I can't remember. And I did all the baddies, like the Sinister Six. The yeah, nice. Sinister Six or whatever it was. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, there isn't a... Who's missing out of the Sinister Six? It's Craven, isn't it? Craven the Hunter. Oh, we, haven't got, now. we haven't got one of... Well, maybe I've got a Craven. I don't know. Well, that just goes to show how much of an impact the Amazing Spider-Man set made. <laughs> that was a bobbin set. It, yeah, it was a bit shaky, that one. It was a bit shaky. Of course, Spider-Man fans are feeling the pain of the campaign box never emerging as well. Poor Spider-Man fans. Luckily for yeah. you, you've got a great movie coming out this month. Yeah, yeah, in just a couple of weeks. And if you want to know more about movies, then do check out Mod Extra. <laughs> I like what you did there. <laughs> nice. Thank you very much. Nice, very good, yeah. Um so please do take the time to go and check out our website, BritRoll6.com. We've got all sorts of stuff going on in there. But I, m- most recently, uh, I think I mentioned this last episode, I've been working on the useful resources section. So we've got loads of handy links in there. We've got the guide to playing online, the Mod Crew's guide to playing online. We've also got a guide to promo cards as well um, in there. So lots of useful information, uh, as well as the marketplace, which lists some stores that we're friendly with or some online retailers that we're friendly with that you can use to purchase some of the items we suggested today, including, of course, Just Stitch's Etsy store. Absolutely. Uh, would I be correct in thinking that, that that would be where our listeners would want to go if they wanted to see some spoilers? Yes, if you go to the uh, unreleased set spoilers section of the website, which is in the header bar of the page, you'll find all, all of our spoiler galleries in there. Uh, that's a place you might want to keep an eye on. Yeah, you, know? you never know when it might get updated with with new and unseen spoilers. Sometimes... I just add a card that's never been seen before and I don't say anything to anyone. So you better go back there repeatedly. <laughs> yeah, visit it many times over. <laughs> click on any adverts that may be on that same page. <laughs> yes, yeah, or yeah, click them several times too. That's what that makes more spoilers come up. <laughs> <laughs> All joking aside though, I do put stuff in those galleries and just don't say anything to anyone. Cool. So keep an eagle eye out and see mm-hmm. if you can see one. Cool. Other than that. It's nearly Christmas, guys. Yeah, one more episode before the close of the year. So please do come back and join us on the 20th of December for our Ministry of Dice 2021 Christmas special. We've Um, had some good Christmas specials in the past, haven't we? I know, yeah. We're a bit disorganised this year, though. Isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure we'll come up with something. Do another quick 40 minutes on Dice Towers. Maybe. wonder what Jake Busey's up to. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sure he'll make the time for us. <laughs> Tell you what, I think Zamo probably would. I think he probably would, yeah, for a pint and a bag of crisps. <laughs> pork, pork scratchings and he'll be on. Do you reckon we could get him on and then just get him, just go look, just talk about Dice Masters. Don't worry, just plug it and just see how he does. <laughs> Send him an email, let's see what happens. <laughs> All right, let's kill this one here. So I've been Chris, otherwise known online as the Jew Mr. Six. And I've been Andy, a.k.a. Jake Busey's best mate. <laughs> we'll see you in two weeks, folks. Bye-bye. Herself up, uh, got herself her favourite best fair bear for a bear. Off. Um, <laughs> 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 See, uh,